call is being recorded. Michael. Daddy. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. <laughs> Good. Good. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, I had one of those chicken sandwiches. Ah, uh, I was disappointed by that. I am thoroughly impressed by it. But I also have okay. a Whopper with uh, bacon and cheese that I'm not eating at the moment. Okay. It's a lot of self, self-restraint self for you. Huh? <laughs> That's a lot of self-restraint for you. Well, i got to watch my girlish figure sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Your curves, they're all backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh so we got a we got a couple of big things happening. Uh are we talking about the bungee acquisition and I don't know what the other thing is. Uh Tom Brady's retirement officially. Oh right. Now. Yes. I, want, I don't know how much we'll talk on that. Obviously I'm not gonna have much to say about it, but I wanted to I wanted to give you a chance. I mean, to, uh, reflect. God, I remember eighth grade, two thousand and one, mm-hmm. when Drew Bledsoe got injured. Yeah, and they were having a great start, and the team was gelling, and everything was going exactly the way it was supposed to go, and then oh shit, Drew Bledsoe. The man behind the wheel goes down. And one, Thomas Edward Brady. Is his middle name Edward? I believe so. Oh. Edit that out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Google it. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> one, Tom Brady stepped up. And took the Patriots to their very first Super Bowl victory, and the rest is history. You're right. It's Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Oh, I missed the Patrick. Okay. Yeah. But uh, six championships. Well, in New England, six championships. Yeah. Seven. Uh, out of those, there were eight trips to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, of which, I do believe there were mm, ten, yeah, eight AFC championships, mm-hmm. one NFC championship. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he's been to ten Super Bowls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's been to two two with the Bucks or or was one. it nine with the Pats? It was one with the, okay. with the Bucks. One Super Bowl trip with the Bucks. Um. Couldn't remember how long it's been that he's been down there. Yeah. 
But like, I remember, I remember back then, like I was obviously, we, we didn't watch sports when I was a kid. My grandfather did, but I never spent, I never paid a lot of attention. <laughs> but I do very specifically remember what a big deal Bledsoe getting hurt was. Because if you were in Hopkinton, Bledsoe was a big deal. Because Bledsoe lived in t- lived in town, or at least had a house in town. Yeah. He's yeah. got a winery now. In Bend, Oregon. Yeah. Bend is big for especially celebrity wines. Like Oregon's I guess a big so. wine, a, a big wine state, uh, an up and comer anyway. They do a lot of they do a lot of Pinot Noirs, but like. There are a lot of vineyards out there that are making like, but Bledsoe's Bledsoe's winery is like the family winery. They're not like contracting some rando. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> Drew does it. He does it all the way. <laughs> I guess. I mean, when you're a gent, you're a gent, you're a gent all the way. The guy really <laughs> is though a complete class act. Mm-hmm. Took losing his job like a champion. Yeah. Couldn't have lost it to a better guy. No. If you're going to lose your job, or you're, if you're going to lose your starting position to anyone, it would be the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I have also heard rumor. Now, I have yet to see total confirmation on this. But it is being reported in a lot of different places. That he's going to sign a one-day contract with the Pats? Yeah, that he's going to sign a one-day contract in New England and retire a Patriot. Yeah. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me as a Patriots fan. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to retire a Patriot. He's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame as a Patriot. Awesome. It's just how cool is it to have been able to like from beginning to end watch this dude's like this living legend his entire career. Uh Christ, in a word awe inspiring. Yeah. I mean he uh Most made, most quarterbacks would never come back from a, a severe knee injury. Mm-hmm. The one year, the one year, the Patriots under his command didn't make it to the playoffs was the mm. single year that he was injured. The one time. Yep. Um. I'm, there's not enough words. For Tom Brady, there just aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got to see him play live many times, win games many times, um, all the Super Bowls. It was incredible. As, yeah. as just a Patriots fan, it was incredible. As a Tom Brady fan, everyone understands. Yeah. There was there was no one better. There will probably never be anyone as good. Ever again. Mm-hmm. 
Records are said to be broken. I understand that, but he has all of them. Yeah. He has all of them. There's none left. <laughs> he has nothing left to prove to anybody. And anyone that said, oh, well, he didn't mention New England at all, because there's a ceremony coming. Yeah. Don't worry. He's going to have a second retirement speech, and it's going to be the right one. Yeah. And it's going to be an actual speech. And Not I can tell like you right now, um, wherever it's going to be, if I got to buy tickets or if I got to show up dumbass early in the morning, I will be there. Mm. I will hear it live. Yeah. Thank you, Tom, for all the memories. But, yeah, that's my take on Tom Brady retiring. It's about time. He's happy. He's made a very real – I mean, there's no doubt in anybody's mind anymore. There isn't. Not a single person disagrees that Tom Brady is not the the greatest that's ever been. Yeah. People might not like it, but they know it. That's my favorite thing is when someone says to me, oh, I don't like Tom Brady. I'm like, how? How? Yeah. Tell me how. What, is he too handsome? Is he too friendly yeah. for you? Is he too... Is he? Yeah, exactly. Is he too nice? <laughs> is that the problem? But, good for him. Great career. Hmm. Lifelong fans. Uh... The next, uh, the next like nice Patriots jersey I buy myself, I'm gonna make sure it's well too big, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a 12 foot on it, and I will wear it forever. Nice. And I will, and I will tell the tale of Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell the story. So uh, I think I think we're going to start seeing a trend this year in the in the year of our Lord 2022. So we started off we started off this year with one, with the biggest gaming purchase of all time. We we started off with with Microsoft buying Activision yep. for seventy billion dollars. Yeah. Now this is not their this is not their first acquisition. This will not be their last acquisition. They got Bethesda. They got fucking who knows how many other companies. But I think I think we're going to start seeing the big two anyway. Sony and Microsoft. We're going to start seeing them buy up a whole lot of studios. And we're going to be talking about this a lot this year. Yeah, so these I mean, numbers, it definitely seems that way. So these numbers here, they're not as impressive as the acquisition buy. Well, yeah, because Bungie's not really known for anything but Halo. Yeah, well, they got Destiny. There's three point, oh. I want to say $3.6 billion. See, that's still significant. It is. But what a, so, like, you got Microsoft buying up all these companies, and I know that Bungie hasn't made a Halo game in a while. Like, 343's been doing them, what, since Halo 4? Halo 5. But, like, (laughs) I just keep saying, like, that is a flex, man. (laughs) 
Uh, they did not and, acquire Halo. No, no. Microsoft owns and Halo that's, outright. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, it is a big flex, yeah. But, like, what's more than that? Now, PlayStation themselves, they're directly over Bungie. Sony, Sony as a parent company, doesn't directly own Bungie. It's, it's under the PlayStation Studios umbrella. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation, after they announced the sale, they also announced that Bungie will continue as an independent developer making games multi-platform. Nothing about the developer is going to change except that all the money goes to PlayStation. You want to know so why still, they did that? To, so you give me, your, give me your take. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you Destiny if you give me back Call of Duty. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. We can play, too. We just... Come on, now. Be reasonable. Be reasonable. But, like, Destiny's not nearly <laughs> as big a franchise. No. As Call not. of Duty. Though, no, no, uh, I have been I, hearing that... I The the rumors around are that Microsoft is, is going to take Call of Duty and they're not going to be doing it annually anymore. It's not going to be an every year you get a new Call of Duty situation. Good. So they're going to have more polish. Really, really fun. That's what's great about Microsoft as a game studio is that they put polish and they put time into their games. The same, same goes for, for anything PlayStation Studios. Like, they're trying to give you, like, a really well-made product. Yeah. That do- doesn't come out all busted. So that's like the big upside. Like everybody, everybody can talk about. Like there are there are potential situations that aren't good for the the industry at large by taking all these studios and like making exclusive deals and putting them under single companies. But like the care that these companies put into their product is something that that does benefit all of us, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um. But I think it, I it's definitely you. this is going to be this is going to be all year long. We're going to keep seeing more and more news like this. And I'm wondering, like, I feel like the big guys, like, um, Take Two, is probably going to remain independent. They're not going to let anyone buy them out. And no. like um Rockstar Games and places like that. Yeah, no. They they're too big to 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 give that away. Take-Two is going to stay They actually Take-Two just bought um Zynga. I think they make Farmville. Oh. That's a it was like a match. Oh, another thing about about Activision Blizzard, they also it's actually the full name of the company is Activision Blizzard King. And if you're not familiar with what King does, you can take your World of Warcraft, 
and you can take your Call of Duties and you can tell those those franchises to go fuck themselves. Because if you really want to talk about the most lucrative, highest earning, biggest money maker in the gaming industry, Candy Crush. Yeah. Which, which is king. Which is owned by Activision Blizzard, which is owned by Microsoft. Which is why that company's worth $70 billion. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you've got Take-Two. They just bought for, I want to say, like, $10 billion or something like that. Uh, they just bought Zynga, which is Farmville, Words with Friends, a bunch of games like that. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say Zynga. I'm pretty sure I have a cell phone game made by them. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you've ever played a cell phone game... You have played a game by either Zynga or King. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you're gonna you're gonna watch that you're gonna watch that new episode of the Book of Boba Fett tonight? Yep. Yep. It is a it is a hell of an episode. Yeah, I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. That is all I've seen all day long is guys, this one was fucking awesome and i'm like it is stop talking about it. i almost watched it at work like when <laughs> my, when my co-worker had gone home i was like well i mean receiving's done all the work is done there's just nothing for me to do yeah i mean you gotta watch it on the on the whole tv though you can't this isn't a this isn't an on your yeah. phone situation yeah exactly but this episode is a star wars fan episode Oh yeah, yeah. It is a good, good episode, but I will say this: without no. spoiling, they really ought to take all these series and just start calling them the Star Wars show. Okay. <laughs> it's cool that it's it's all like you've got a bunch of. There are a lot of really great characters who you get to see again. I'll tell you that, but I'm not. I'm done now. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Okay. Yeah. It was a good episode, though. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Not that I yeah. don't love Star Wars to begin with, but... Yeah. Um, the... Howard. Help me. Hmm? Howard. Howard? Star Wars. Help me. Howard. What's her name? The one that directed the last episode. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah. Uh, uh, apparently she's been signed for the entirety of Mandalorian Season 3. I know I, I know that I had heard she was definitely going to be directing a lot. I didn't know that it was going to be the whole season. That's good, though. Mm. Big if true. Um, this, this episode, today's episode was directed by Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni, like, they should give him, like, his whole own thing. Like, I'd, I'd watch a whole movie directed by Dave Filoni, because he has got away with Star Wars. Well, I agree. I he's just like, he's a, 
He's just a nerdy little kid. Yeah. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I, I get to say what Star Wars does now? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like it's a situation where like if if you're ever talking about a thing that like you would love to see and Star Wars fans at large would love to see, Dave Filoni would also love to see it, so he's gonna do it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. It's like I feel like without Dave Filoni, they wouldn't have brought back Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Probably not. Without Probably Dave Filoni, they wouldn't have brought back Ahsoka Tano. Hmm. Also very true. But no, he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. Him and him and John Favreau. But it's as it is it is kind of getting to the point where it's becoming obvious it is like John Favreau is a creative force. Like he's definitely doing a great job. But Dave Filoni's yep. kind of like, he's the brains of the operation. And I don't want it any other way. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, John Favreau was the one that did uh, all the Marvel stuff, right? John Favreau, well, he, he kick-started it. He's, he did Iron Man 1 and 2. Yeah. But Kevin Feige's been in charge over there from day one. But uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are the Kevin Feige's of Star Wars now. They are guiding the franchise. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be like Letting me and you do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I appreciate when people are like, "Well, maybe like they listen to it because they lived it." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, they it's it's good to know that there's an intuitive person out there that wants to see the same things I want to see. So. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna do what you can to deliver on it. I've yeah. noticed that plenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, without them, I should say, and it's real funny, this Boba Fett thing all of a sudden, without yeah. them, we never would have gotten an answer. Mm-hmm. I feel like we Even probably just, would have, we just wouldn't have been satisfied. <laughs> probably. Yeah. They're that is they're doing a great job. Actually. They they're doing oh, yeah. a real great job over there. It's like say what you will about Boba Fett. It's had a, it, it's had some stumbles and it's not as strong as the Mandalorian, but it is it is a fun time. Like they're having fun. Well, what I love about the Mandalorian is that we got new we got new characters, we got a new mm-hmm. storyline, and we got all these things from it. Yeah, and I think. The reason, uh, maybe because it's already an established character, we have a higher standard or a higher yeah. thought process of it. Yeah, we've all we've all had all this time to like build Boba Fett up in our heads. Yeah, 
Like no one Where's... knew who Din. No one knew who Din Djarin was until Jin, Din Djarin was on the screen. Yeah, and now he's just as like beloved a part of the Star Wars universe as like Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. Yep. It's like he'll be a name that comes to mind whenever I think of Star Wars, and he is amazing. Like I was just as excited about him showing up on Boba Fett as I was about Boba Fett showing up on The Mandalorian. Yeah. No, I, yeah. 100%, yeah. 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 (laughs) And the way, like, Um, when when they just start playing his music. And he's got his own, he's got his own music, and you know that's, that's Din Djarin's music. Yeah. Can can we talk about just how incredible that M1 Starfighter is, though? It is. Just for a second. <laughs> just for a second, because we talked about it already. Just for a second. Yeah. It's a little hot rod. It's so cool. A little fucking it's hot the, Yeah. It's got the little thing up on top, the little blower up on, up on the hood. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I love, like, the, the, the first thing he says about it, geez, that's a lot of motor for such a small ship. <laughs> I love that thing. Ship. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Wizard. <laughs> what a dork. Mm-mm. What a dork. That was... I mean, it's... It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to everything. Like what's become what's becoming obvious is that everything, like their stories, are all going to tie together. Yeah, they have to. Like I don't, I don't know that we're going to see a Luke Skywalker TV series, but I think we're going to see more of Luke Skywalker in general. Like he's going to be in the other shows, and Din Jaren's going to show up in like Ahsoka Tano and Boba Fett, obviously. We're going to see all these different characters showing up in everybody else's shows. It's almost like you got season one and two of Mandalorian and then one season of Boba Fett, which is season three of Star Wars. And next up is what? Ahsoka, which is going to be season four of Star Wars. (laughs) And you've got your, you've got your Star Wars storylines carrying through over there. It's just going to be this. It's I can't wait. I'm just so excited for everything. They stand no, alone I get on it. their own, which is awesome. But they can also be watched as one long story, beginning to end, which is even cooler. I yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about it after you after you watch this most recent episode. We'll talk about it more. But like this episode gave me that feeling more than anything else. Stop talking about it. Stop it. I am incised now, sir. You stop it. It's just I know you're skeptical and I just want you to I just want you to know it's a good one and you should watch it. What do you mean skeptical? I love this shit. It's so good. Like be oh 
Okay, fine. We can we can talk about people hating on the show a little bit, which I think is outrageous. People, so the hate is is relatively tame as far as hating on the show. There are valid criticisms that I think people are playing up for laughs. That little scooter jays. Yeah, it was fun, but it was well, like it was a little cheesy. It was a little goofy. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, it, Star Wars is cheesy. Yeah. Yes, all these 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 four little dorks chase this dude because Boba Fett told them to. Mm-hmm. On their great. little Vespa scooters. I'm not even upset about it because I thought it was hilarious. I was like, are they yeah. fucking kidding me right now? Is this real? And then it was real, and I was like, yep, well, whatever. They, I think, like, this was done on purpose. Like... And it was just like a cliched old Hollywood, like, chasing. Yeah. Here, let's make it really dumb, and we'll throw mm. some weird look over the shoulder scenes. Oh, uh, the, there's a show I keep meaning to mention to you that you need to check out. On uh, It's on HBO. We watch it on HBO Max, so you can watch it on HBO Max. But... Uh, it's the Righteous Gemstones. Have you heard of this show? <laughs> I have, and I've heard it's very good. It is very good. Like John Goodman's supposed to be just like an asshole, right? He's not actually. He's like a real sweetheart most of the time. But it's uh, it's it's uh, Danny McBride created the show, and he's he's like one of the stars, and it's, and it's Dan Aykroyd. They're this like. Um, like multi-million dollar like mega church family. Yeah. And somehow somehow while being just absolutely awful for the most part, they are also like really endearing and lovable. Like you Funny, don't like them it. at all but you really love them. Yeah, we 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 powered through the first season pretty quick. Uh, second season just premiered a few weeks ago, so so we're only a few episodes into that. <clears throat> but you should check it out. You should really watch it. You'll get a kick out of it. I feel like anything with Danny McBride, you'll probably enjoy. I love Danny. Danny McBride, McBride he's kind of dude. Yeah, I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. <laughs> Uh yeah, no, he's hilarious. I've mm-hmm. always been a fan. Always been a fan. Yeah. Yeah, about a season and a half now. You should check it out. Um there's another thing just right on the top of my head that I that has now slipped away. I think I'm almost done with Mother Three. People will remember I mentioned that last time. Yeah. Things are getting intense. Things are really ramping up. I just got through a boss fight. It took me so long to get through this boss fight. I had to try so many times. And it's like, there... Well, no, here's the deal. is Normally, I do hate that. Normally, with with a JRPG, if I have to try more than, like, two or three times to beat a boss, that's when I stop playing the game forever. But... What's beautiful about this series is that when you die, 
you get sent back to the last save point, but you've got all your experience and you've got all the money that you earned between that save point and your death. Okay. So grinding doesn't feel like this, like, um, thankless. It doesn't. Yeah. Bullshit. Like a final. You get a reward. Like so yeah, you still get to keep all the experience, but eventually you get more. You get powerful enough to beat them. Yeah. You gain experience okay. through failure, just like real life. Cool. Yeah. That's what's great. That's what sets. That's one of the many, many things that sets the Mother franchise apart from other, like tentpole JRPG series. I'm looking at you, Final Fantasy. Damn. He said Gauntlet dropped. <laughs> it just sucks that the that the series has stalled. That basically Nintendo, like, there's demand for it, but Nintendo just doesn't do anything with it. Uh, Shige Sato Itoi, the guy who created the series. So people will say that like so and so is the is the rock star of whatever. You know, like Hideo Kojima is the rock star of of video games. Is what people say. Okay. Something okay. like that. Okay. Uh Shigesato Itoi. Yes. I get it. Shigesato Itoi is an actual legitimate rock star. Like he had a he had a a huge musical career in Japan before he decided to start making video games. Okay. Yeah, and he left that whole musical career and started making video games. And then when Mother 3 came out and it didn't it didn't get its English release and and he was very like downtrodden and very disappointed by this, he left the gaming industry altogether. And I think like out of respect Nintendo's not making another game just because he won't be there to do it. Huh. Which is another thing about Nintendo. Like me and me and Will were talking about about this the other day and it's really this whole console wars situation. First of all, it's getting ready to come to an end. Like it's not going to matter where you're playing your video games anymore soon. Yeah. Within the decade, yeah. I think. But Nintendo isn't competing with anybody. Like, very specifically, they're not competing with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nintendo lives in its own little world over here, doing their own thing, playing with their toys. You guys can fight. We're just going to play with our toys. And that's, like, literally what they're doing. They're, the philosophy of Nintendo, whenever they look into making new games and new consoles and stuff... They're a toy company, and they make things that you can play with and have fun. Whereas Sony and Microsoft are like tech giants. They don't care if you have fun. They just want you to buy it. Yeah. They I want get your it. money. I get it, but it like it makes me. They think, want your like, money. No, Nintendo wants your memories. Yeah. Nintendo wants your heart. I don't give a shit if you actually enjoy this. Yeah. I don't give a single shit if you enjoy this or not. Yeah. But it's like Mario is Guess your friend. what, motherfucker? Mario, Mario is, is your friend. friend. Uh, uh, Master Chief is a really amazing video game character. 
Nathan Drake is a really cool video game character. Mario is your friend. That's my pal Mario. He's a plumber. That's his that's his semi coherent brother Luigi over in the corner. Don't make eye contact with him. <laughs> There's a series so Speaking of speaking of JRPGs, there is a there is a series of Mario and Luigi RPGs. Um, so after Mario RPG on on Super Nintendo, it kind of branched off into two different franchises. Where on one side you've got Paper Mario, and on the other side you've got the Mario and Luigi series. And throughout the Mario Lu- Mario and Luigi series, which are the handheld ones, but throughout the Mario and Luigi series, every time you run into somebody, it'll be like you meet Toad, and Toad will be like, oh, good, Mario's here. And you brought Luigi. Oh. Poor Luigi. <laughs> I can't wait for Charlie Day. Of all the casting choices that they made, some good, some bad for this movie, <laughs> all the casting choices, Charlie Day and Seth Rogen as Luigi and Donkey Kong, those I could not agree with more. Yes. Chris Pratt, the company certainly seems to be confident about him, so we'll see, I guess. But I, I hope, I swear to fucking God, if I don't hear a wahoo out of fucking yeah. Chris Pratt. Just watch all I these years. Chris Pratt can do a dead-on, like, perfect Mario. I would piss my pants. Woohoo! That was a little too Mickey Mouse right there. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh boy. <laughs> no, we're not doing we're no. The mouse is not allowed in the house. Oh no. Mm. No, um, one of the very first video games I ever had, like, a real purpose playing was, like, Mario 64. Mm. Like, I was like, I was thinking about this today, actually. The the first video games I can remember playing, the first one is Obliterator, which was a PC side-scrolling, like, shoot-em-up. But Mario, uh, Super Mario World was the first game I can remember pouring any, like, real amount of time into. And I was never good at it. Never good at it. I still yeah, like pretty bad people, at Mario. Like, original Mario? Hell yeah. Original Hell Mario yeah. and Odyssey I managed to beat. I got, I got used to it and I got good at it. But, like, I was not great at Odyssey either. No, I, it is uh, a really, really fun game, though. I have the three D. I have been toying with the idea of getting another N sixty four. Yeah, 
I think if, to get an actual working N64 is pretty pricey these days, I think. I don't know, man. I, I kind of just want one. I know yeah. Star Fox 64 is going for a pretty penny, too. That'd be the first game I buy. Mm-hmm. They just the released um, the company. There's a company they make instead of software emulation, they build like new hardware to run these games on. They make uh, uh, games for, I think Kevin Schofield used to have one and it had a slot for NES. It had a slot for SNES. It had a slot for Sega, but it was on the hardware running these games instead of trying to simulate it with with software but this company made a new 64 the warrior 64 is what it's excuse me warrior 64 is what it's called and okay um like from what i've heard it works fine but like the n64 was like a hell of a machine and it's really hard to duplicate yeah I downloaded I downloaded Harvest Moon 64 to run on this little emulator machine I've got. I figured yeah. Harvest Moon 64 is a simple game. It is barely 3D. It it is not going to is not going to take that much power to run properly. It does not work right. I get like the the top right corner of the screen, like one quarter of it is all I get when I roll when I boot up this game. Terrible. It's just like impossible to play N64 games on anything but an official Nintendo release or an N64. But um, I have the. I, um, thought, I thought about what <clears throat> what game I'm going to play next. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to throw it way back to the original like playground days. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to play Pokemon Red. Fucking do it. I think that is what I'm going to do. Yes. I'm um, I will not. You. I will. I'm like not a fan of the new ones. I don't know why something about them just rubs me the wrong way. I, no, I get whatever. that. I get that. Uh, to me, it's but the art. Like the, the art in the old ones, just like that's where my heart lives. Chubby Pikachu, like round fat Pikachu mm-hmm. is where it's at. <laughs> Like, I would be okay with like Pokemon Yellow mm-hmm. because that has that has all the Pokemon in it. So yeah, Pokemon Yellow is great, but I I gotta have my I gotta have my 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 uh, Squirtle. I gotta have my Squirtle. You get one in Pokemon in Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. Yeah, you get them all in Pokemon Yellow. The Pikachu, well, you, the Pikachu you, edition, whatever the fuck. You have you have the choice to catch them all. Yes, you have the choice to catch them all. You can still catch them. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's. <sighs> I just I'm pretty sure it is easier to catch a Pikachu in Pokemon Red than it is to catch uh, a Squirtle in Pokemon Yellow. I agree. Yeah. But uh, I'm a, you know me, I'm a fucking Bulbasaur kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I realized I, very, very early on that Bulbasaur is the best choice against the first two gems. Yeah. And he's not a dickhead. Mm-hmm. 
anyone that's all right, I get it. Everybody loves Charmander. Yeah. Okay. What I'm about to say is going to come Charmander. across kind of controversial. Yeah. Charmander is the worst starter Pokemon. I am pretty sure you are actually mathematically factually correct. I'm pretty sure people have put time into this topic, and I'm and I think that, like, uh, Charizard I'm is almost this whole evolution, right? Charizard, Charmander, yeah. Charmeleon, Charizard. Charizard, well, because you need because 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 uh, Charmander, I think he evolves faster than all the others. Yeah, so he, he evolves faster than all of them. And you need and, you need higher badges to control him. Yeah, and then you can't work with him. You know what I mean? You can't grind out levels with him. Yeah. Venusaur and Ivysaur, they just or like. I should say Bulbasaur and Ivysaur, they just love kicking the shit out of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a Bulbasaur guy. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. I'm I am a water trainer. Like every every game, actually. I realized when I started um Pokemon Sword and I picked that water like didn't even think about it, just picked the water Pokemon right off the bat. Always go grass type, man. Yeah. Last time I played through Pokemon Red, I beat uh, Lieutenant Surge with a Blastoise, uh, War Turtle. I mean, it's doable. It's doable. It's very it doable. Difficult. It was difficult. Yeah, it's very doable, but it's hard. Yeah. You get that War Turtle a shit ton of experience points, though, I bet. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, like, like, I go all offense, and I usually only use the one Pokemon. Like, I've got the rest of the team. They're what what you call slave Pokemon. So they're literally just there so you can use cut and fly and flash. Yeah. They're just there for, for, for the special special abilities. I don't know. There are some Pokemon that when I catch them, I want to evolve them. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be real with you. When I catch my Weedle, I grind mm-hmm. the shit out of it and get a Beedrill. Yeah. Because it's just a great Pokemon. Yeah. Like, all right, fine, whatever. Anybody wants to challenge me on that, feel free. But Beedrill is a great, is like a great, like, stepping stone Pokemon. Yeah. But yeah, you should go. You should go ahead and play Pokemon Red. I, I will. I will be uh, riveted to hear about it as you play through it. Those are quick plays gotta, too. Those old Pokemon games. Huh? They're quick. Yeah, to get through. I mean, yeah, when you actually sit down and play them. Yeah. I mean, I'm very much so looking forward to it because I would. Um, I like having my Ivysaur before I get to Misty. Yeah. And just beat the bag out of the whole gym with one Pokemon. Mm. Uh, This new Pokemon game that just came out, Arceus, it's getting some pretty good reviews. It is the first time in their franchise that they've really, like, 
done something different. Like Pokemon games, they keep their their graphics get better, but they don't. They're not growing up. Like like we were ten. I was ten anyway. But we were we were children when Pokemon came out, and the games are still made for kids that age. But this game is made for like the older kids that grew up with Pokemon. It's not like an adult game, but it is. There's more to it than like your typical like two-part entries in the in the franchise. Word. I think Sword and Shield came out like two years ago. I want to say. So we're probably due. They just released the Diamond and Pearl remakes last year. We got Arceus this year. I think we're probably due for another a new generation, like in the next year or two. And I hope they they like take. I hope they take some cues from from this Legends game and make like a real next generation Pokemon. That's what I really want. Something, I want yeah. something modern, a real open world and. Like, it's like the cool thing about Arceus, I've been watching gameplay videos, is that out in the overworld, like, you sneak through the tall grass. There are no random encounters. You see the Pokemon. Like, they're just out there. That's dope. You can sneak through the tall grass. You can sneak up on them and throw a Pokeball. Or you can throw another Pokemon to fight them. And it doesn't take you to some to some other screen. It's just it's just like here in this open world, you're gonna fight this Pokemon. That's exactly the kind of Pokemon game I would play right now. Yeah, like I'm gonna be keeping an eye on its price, and if it if it drops considerably, like I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna pay full price for for a game right now, especially not one that just came out that I don't know anything about. Don't know if I'm gonna enjoy it. Because it's also it's it's uh, based sort of on the gameplay from like a Monster Hunter. Okay. It's a little more like sim simmy, a little more like survival oriented, which is not exactly my kind of game. Mm. <clears throat> but like if if well, it, I mean, it... if it gets like a serious discount, like a deep discount, I will. I might pick it up and check it out. I'm really hoping. So so the Pokemon company has a deal with Netflix. Like, all their new movies come exclusively to Netflix. I'm pretty sure the the original series from, like, when we were kids, that's all available on Netflix. And uh, there have been rumors for a couple of years that they're going to be doing, like, a big-budget live-action Pokemon series. And that fills me with joy. Just like Ash and Pikachu in live action out there in the world, man. No, I feel you. I 100% feel you. Netflix is also working on a Magic the Gathering series yes. at the moment. I, I think and that's I can't being done fucking by the, wait for that. That's being done by the same studio that does um, that Castlevania series. Nice. So it's like it's animated, but it's like gorgeous animation. They also did a Witcher movie. That studio. Yeah. 
I haven't seen it. I, I didn't realize, like, I knew that I knew that it existed, but I didn't realize that it had already come out until we finished Witcher Season 2, and that popped up as a suggestion. Yeah. I haven't watched yeah. it either. I have not watched that either. Um, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, uh, Pokemon. So... so so I'm working my way toward the end of Mother Three, and once I beat Mother Three, I'm going to go back. I'm going to um, I, I downloaded the um, English tra- translation of the GBA re-release of Mother One and Two. So I'm going to go back nice. and do those two. And then I, I'm just sort of I'm on an old school like an old school JRPG kick right now. I might play some Final Fantasy like old Final Fantasy stuff. I might go play Pokemon again. I played it very recently beginning to end twice like <laughs> i played red and then i played yellow i don't know i think if i was going to do pokemon the right way i would play red blue and then yellow mm. but red and blue but, are the uh, same game they just have like different pokemon different pokemon I, I, you see, it doesn't matter to me there because I'm not, I don't do the catch them all. I catch oh, the I ones either, I like. I don't either, but the some of the ones that I like, you have to trade to get anyway. Yeah. Like Gengar and the champ. Mm-hmm. And fucking uh, Golem. Yeah. There's one more, I thought, too. Is it Cubone? No, Cubone is in both versions. Cubone's in the tower. I think. Does Cubone evolve into Marowak if you trade him? Yeah. See, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Ow. Man, every time we get on Pokemon, every every time Pokemon comes up, what? It's just it's it's a runaway train, like in a good way. But like every time Pokemon comes up, it like takes us away. Yeah, fucking love Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu was a lot of fun too. Let's go Pikachu is like very easy, but it, but it was a lot of fun. And at, right, let's go Pikachu is basically what? What? I found a thing that tells me which Pokemon have to evolve from trading. Okay. Kadabra into Alakazam, Machoke into Machamp, Graveler into Golem. Okay. Slowpoke and Slowking, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I thought Slowking was, was Gen 2. I didn't know he was in Gen 1. Haunter to Gengar. Yeah. Cedra and Kingdra. Really? Yep. I'm trying to find just the original ones because apparently there's a ton of them now that do. Hmm. So that's it out of the original 150. Yeah. 
and then the rest of the and now are and nowadays it's even more not it's even more annoying. There are some Pokemon where like it needs to be a specific time of day, and they need to be holding the specific item, and you need to like spin around thirty times. There's some that's really annoying whack. shit like that. That's stupid. But that like that kind of stuff. Actually. It's only if you're trying to if it's only if you're trying to complete your Pokedex that 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 kind of stuff comes up. And I I've never. I've never once even attempted to complete a Pokedex. I am not a completionist. Not on Pokemon. I feel like if you are on Pokemon, like, good for you. I'm glad yeah. that you enjoyed the game that much. But, but like, Pokemon's the only game you're ever going to play, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take you quite some time to do that. Like, I mean, when, when we were kids with Pokemon and our Dolphin Grey Game Boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That big red um, With no backlight and a black and white screen. Yeah. We could run around to our buddies and trade random Pokemon to complete Pokedexes. Now, yeah. as an adult to do that, you can't. <laughs> Can I hey, man, tell you... Uh, Hey man, do you wanna do you wanna trade some Pokemon? Wait, you don't play Pokemon? You're a loser. My my favorite Game Boy was was a Game Boy Game Boy Pocket. Game Boy Pocket is looking back at all the handhelds ever, Game Boy Pocket is my favorite Game Boy. Yeah. Because you can you can play it with one hand. Like you can work all the buttons on the face with one hand. And my Game Boy Pocket was the same it was it was yellow and the plastic for the game boy pockets yellow case was the same exact color as the cartridge for pokemon yellow i remember because that was a special release for the game it wasn't i i don't know if they didn't if they only if they didn't release a lot of them or if it was only available for a little while but it definitely was not a special special edition that i had it didn't have any branding. It was just Game Boy. No shit. It didn't have a little Pikachu on the side of it? No. I know. I've seen that. I know that exists. Oh, no. That's a, that was a Game Boy Color release. Yes, definitely was. It had that's Pikachu my bad. on the, on the that, screen shield. Yep. I had, the, yep. I had the, um, the electric purple Game Boy Color. Same. The, Same. the clear plastic. Same. Same. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, then the Game Boy Advance came out with the, or what was it? Was it the SP was first, or was it the Advance? It was the Advance. The Advance was first. I had it was also the clear plastic, but it was like a, a frost blue. Mine, mine was, was the purple. The the Nintendo purple. Yeah. And my then, SP, uh, my SP was black, just the black. My one. SP was actually. Color. I still have my SP and it's it's a black one. The SP, I gotta, I gotta pop I it no open. It I gotta pop it open because the because the right shoulder button doesn't work. You gotta clean it. But apart from that, fully functional, fully functional Game Boy SP. I had to buy a new charger because I lost that. But that was a good. That was a really great system too. The SP. Yeah, backlit. I've got a I've got a DS. I never played much. I played Pokemon Black and um, Professor Layton. 
on the DS. But apart from that, I bought it to play Pokemon, and that was it. I Pokemon never had Black, a DS. I stopped Pokemon buying Black Game Boys. As, as far as the later, the later generations go, Pokemon Black was a good time, too. All right. Yeah. Um, I think the furthest I actually ever played Pokemon was Gold and Silver. Oh, yeah. I got up to Ruby and Sapphire. Ruby and Sapphire are fun, too, and the and the art is, is, like, peak. Like, this is what Pokemon should look like. Like, if you remember Fire Red and Leaf Green, it's the same, like, style, and it looks so good. But Ruby and Sapphire were a fun time. Mm. And then after that, yeah, I don't think the next one I played was Black and then Sword and Shield. I know Mike Humano played a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, he was younger than us, so he made it further before he True. aged on out of there. Well, I mean, now I'm about to, now I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna play Red now. Do it, do it. Definitely gonna do it. I'm gonna download an emulator tonight. It really holds up. Oh, I bet. <clears throat> I mean, it's a very simple concept. Yeah. All right. Let me pop over. I'm going to check our email real quick. Okay. Hold on. There are things going on in our email. No. Quickly. I hope, a lot I hope of it's all spam. Social media and... Um, TikTok. Here we go. Kiok Ayabu. Hi, valuable member. Your yearly product membership for Norton 360 Protection has been renewed and updated successfully. The charged amount will be available within the next 24 to 48 hours on your profile account. Well, that sounds like junk. That is some sort of scam. Like, I am pretty sure that, like, Norton Norton isn't just going to send you a email with your invoice number from some random dude. Yeah. It's going to come from, like, like support at Norton.com or something. Yeah, some but dumb yeah, shit. No, no real email. Uh, so, uh, we'll get together again Sunday morning. We'll discuss Boba Fett. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Boba Fett. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Like, not that I don't love talking to you, but I'm very excited to hang up right now and watch this. And go watch Boba Fett. Okay. Okay. So guys, uh, uh, this is, this is our, this is my, my general reminder that we will, we are working on a backlog right now but we will be taking a short hiatus very soon uh, for the, for the birth of our child and um, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Facebook. Uh, do not email us at keeping the fat at gmail.com and uh, leave a review and a rating unless you want to talk about Star Wars. Uh, leave a review and a rating uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. If it is a thing, 
that is possible. And tell your I friends. I mean, about yeah, it. like it. Five stars is always like the appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Put a little bit Five of effort stars. in anyway. Yeah, we're, we're, we put effort into speaking most of the time. Yeah. All right, brother. I would say, yeah, like 90% of the time. Or yeah. I mean, You enjoy Boba Fett. I'm gonna. I'll talk to you later. See ya. <laughs>